Good evening, everybody, and thank you so much for tuning into the I'm Sick of Y'all Shit podcast. I'm your girl, BC. I've got Holly Rod and Cameo on board with me. Uh, before we get into our main topic for this evening, which is exposing flaws with the law, let's check in and see how everybody's week and weekend went. So, Cameo, how was it? Well, um, this weekend was kind of difficult, actually. I lost a couple, couple, uh, couple friends, you know what I'm saying? It was, uh, one to violence and one I haven't got the details on just yet, but um, it was kind of difficult. Um, RIP to those guys, some good, some good, some good gentlemen there. Um, so that was kind of difficult um, just to kind of deal with. So I was doing a lot of things to kind of just kind of take my, my, my focus off of uh, my thought process, I should say off of, off of that situation. But um, yeah. So, all right. I'm sorry to hear that. My condolences. It was a very tragic weekend. It was a very tragic. I think they said five. We we five people lost their lives here in Kansas City over the weekend. So it was, um, it was very busy. Unfortunately. Then in uh, I know in uh, it was a shooting after the Dirk concert in in Dallas. Um, and where I guess uh. Five people were shot there. Um, young lady was was struck and killed there after that situation. So uh, yeah, just a just bad just bad weekend all the way around. Like you know, what I'm saying, and just in multiple places. And I'm sure there was more than that across the country. But but yeah, those were the issues that I was hearing about. All right, um, I myself, I really didn't do too much. I was healing from tattoos and. Two stepping. I have a very simple life, so um, tattoos and two stepping. That's the gist of it. Unfortunately, I'm kind of a boring person. So. So the tat. It's uh, as above, so below. In an hourglass. So we are we are peeling. We are in the peeling stages. That's always fun. So. Yeah, but so is life. Holly, how was your weekend? What's good? What's good with y'all, man? Y'all, y'all sound like y'all down and out. I know my <laughs> man Cameo just lost some of his homeboys, so you know my con- my condolences and rest in peace to 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 those fellas, man. Prayers up to the family. Um, but uh, y'all sound like y'all out of it, man. I mean, did did the tattoo take that much out of you, BC? What's up? Man, look, it, it was on fire, and you never know how much you hit that body part until you get it tattooed. And I promise I've managed to hit it on, I think, every door frame in my house like four times. You must be kind of weak because uh, the shoulders and the arms usually don't hurt. This would make tattoo number 15. Um, I've got them on my calves, thighs. I've got them everywhere. This one, it. The, the tattoo itself didn't even hurt. It's just the fact I keep bumping it on everything, and it's not it, very stuff. I got you. I thought you meant the tattoo itself hurt. Maybe if I had some ice, I could, you know, I, I don't know. But I don't have any ice. You didn't give me any ice, so there's that. Cam- Cameo, you still ain't took her no ice, bro? She ain't good for, for a bag of ice? Or churches. I ain't got no churches either. Did you ask for churches? No. I shouldn't have to ask, though. You should just know. We're not gonna do this right now, bro. We're not gonna do this right now because uh, 
cause, cause, cause she actually was supposed to call me um, the other day to, to um, let me know where she was going to two-step at. Even though I don't two-step, I was just going to come out. And so I never got that call. So I ended up, to be honest with you, cleaning my kitchen the rest of the night. And and so deep cleaning in the refrigerator and whatnot because, you know, I didn't have nothing else to do. So it was what it was. You had to rub something, huh? You had to rub something out. So you deep cleaned your, you deep cleaned your kitchen. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. Here, we go. here we go. We here now. We here now. Listen, man. Oh, I, I, I had a uh, another draining weekend, man. Uh, you know, I had the funeral services for my family member that I lost a couple of weeks back. Uh, but um, man, I'm glad to be back, man. And uh, you know, I, I'm full of energy tonight. Uh, I'm excited to do this podcast with y'all. So I need y'all to kind of wake up and get hyped with me one time, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all looking like y'all a couple of old folks over there, man. I do want to share this though. Um. I don't know if anybody like has, has seen my post or whatever. My son did get ranked in the top 300 in his class um, for football. Um, he's ranked number 38 in his position in the country as a wide receiver. Um, so that was that was some big news. Um, he was, I think, 291 nationally ranked. So we just got into 300, but fuck it, we'll take it. Um, but 38, 38 in the country um, at his position. So that's, that was big time. So, yeah. Shouts out to young Cam. Shouts out, baby. Congratulations. Yeah. Congrats to the young King. Did you watch the, um, did you watch the versus Ghostface and, uh, and, uh, Raekwon? Ghostface and Raekwon. Listen, let me, uh, I'm glad you asked about that, bro. I did not watch the verses, but I do want to speak on it. Oh, shit. Um, listen here, man. I don't think that anybody I know uh, watched the verses. Um, I'm actually going to go as far as uh, out on a limb as to say that I don't think that anyone in the world watched the verses other than uh, Method Man and Bobby Digital. Um, Are you serious right now? Yeah, I'm serious, bro. And 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 at this point, man, Swiss Beats and Timberland, I'm sick of y'all shit because who the fuck wants to see a versus with two two members of the same fucking group and then Wu Tang Wu Tang Clan at that, right? It, it, it wasn't. I'm, it not, wasn't okay. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna let you disrespect the Wu Tang. Bro, listen, bro, listen. Wu Tang Clan at that. It wasn't even the coldest or the most popular members of Wu-Tang Clan. If you was going to do a, a versus with two members of the same fucking group, then, then why would you do who was it? Ghostface and Raekwon? Okay, so let me do this. I'm, I'm, I'm going on a little mini rant, but it's real mini, okay? So I'm going to, because Cameo, you got the screw face right now, and you look ugly as a motherfucker, and I don't like the way you look. Okay, um, so let me make sure I wrap this up very quickly. Ghostface and Raekwon, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you back to the way you did us on the podcast last week, Cameo. What outside of three songs per artist, three Ghostface songs, three Raekwon songs, what fucking songs would you have in any playlist on any fucking day from those two fucking C-list Wu Tang artists? 
What what what's in your playlist, my nigga? You got the floor. This is what I was gonna say. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not. I I, I can't allow you to to act like Wu Tang wasn't one of the most important groups in our generation during during the '90s, as far as hip hop was concerned. As far as like what's this is what I got from it. Like while watching it, it was kind of like I was hearing I was hearing songs that kind of reminded me like that shit was hard. It might not have been something that I was like that I would jam like every day, but like as they was as they was playing, like okay, yeah, that 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 was that was that that was that jam. That was that that was cold. That was not um them bars, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, and this and that. Like, I thought that... I, I really can't believe this because you're supposed to be a... Um, you're supposed to be a hip-hop guy. I'm not even really into hip-hop like that. Like, I'm I'm more R&B, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but, like, I definitely... Re I, I respect and, and, and I enjoy good music. And, like, so you didn't even watch the... Going back further, you didn't even watch the, the, the Wu-Tang movie? Or the, or the cameo. Hear me, hear me clearly, hear me loud and clear when I say this. Okay, I'm sick of your shit, bro. I asked you a very simple question. I tried I to take you a real simple answer. When you were slandering uh, Beyonce, I didn't slander, slander Whitney Houston last week. I gave my preference. Okay, you asked me a question last week. I said, said what three songs? Song. And I just told you. I said I can't really name three songs. I said as I was watching, I was like, okay, yeah, that would that I remember that. That was hard. That used that was dope. He was spitting on that. As You're phenomenal, right, as phenomenal as a, a group that Wu Tang was, and and I agree with you. First off, let me make sure I'm clear on that before anybody jumps down my throat because I am a hip hop head. Uh, word to my niggas that that got me there um listen bro wu-tang is one of the most uh influential uh important groups in the history of of music and especially in hip-hop uh so i'm not i'm not saying that what i'm saying is ghostface killer and raekwon in terms of the the members of wu-tang who made the 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 you know the biggest impact uh, the most mainstream impact. Um, those were not the members that 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 the people wanted to see a versus on. I think diehard Wu Tang fans um, might have been the ones that tuned in, but you know the average versus uh, viewer, for instance, they not tuning in to watch no fucking Ghostface and Raekwon, and you supposed to be so appreciative of the experience. And and the selection, but you can't even name one song um, that that name one song that these motherfuckers were on as solo artists. Let me ask you this: I didn't watch the verses, so you didn't want to answer that question. I'll ask you another one. Maybe you'll be more comfortable answering this one. Uh, were they playing solo records, or were they playing like Wu Tang group records? They were playing solo. They were playing solo. And I think that they 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 did put in a mix because I didn't watch it all the way through. I was I was kind of wow. because like you said, I, I didn't watch it all the way. I don't want I haven't watched any of the verses all the way through outside of 
outside of the the uh the babyface and um um who was it? It was babyface and um um you know who I'm talking about, bro. I don't I don't know. Uh anyway. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I really don't. Who did Babyface do the who did Babyface do the verses against? It was Babyface oh, and, uh, and Teddy Riley. It was Babyface and Teddy Riley. That was the only one that I watched. That was the only one I watched actually all the way through. All the okay. other ones I've kind of skipped through to the to I've skipped through, listened to some selections of it or whatever, this and that. I ain't got two hours like that. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And so I know they did an intermission. I know they played they played a a, a lot of uh they played some solo. And then they played some 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 group, um, just like their strongest verses. I'm assuming. Um, I thought it was from what I watched. I thought it was, I thought it was decent. I I, uh, I actually was tripping for a second because ODB's son came on, and and he looked just like him. He looked just like him. But that's the right, you know, I didn't I didn't watch the verses. You watch it. You don't appreciate Wu Tang Clan, and no, I do appreciate Wu Tang Clan. If they would have had, you know, maybe a Method Man uh, verse, uh, you know, God rest his soul, ODB, that might have been something that that they could have pulled off that would have got a little bit more entertainment value, not only from me, from just just the people in general. So I don't want to spend too much time on that, bro. I didn't watch the shit. We don't have to. We don't have to. You can't name none of the songs that they played. I apologize I didn't watch that, but, you know, I am like a self-proclaimed meme queen and I do watch random videos here and there on Facebook. So I actually came across a very um, um, interesting video, but I did want to check in. Before you play that video, BC, let me I want to I want to bring up something else that I that I peeped out over the weekend. Did y'all see what happened with my man, Derek Jackson? I was just about to get I was just about to get to that Derek Jansen Derek Jackson issued an apology video um yeah. for it which is I I don't even know how to First of all how do y'all feel about Derek Jackson as a person before all this happened how do you guys feel about the self-proclaimed relationship guru I guess is what he kind of puts himself out there as He's always in a truck um I know a local comedian here Bobby J has made a few uh, parody videos about him because this man is like literally never not in a vehicle talking about somebody's relationship or how it's supposed to go. So what do you guys think? How do you guys feel about Mr. Jackson? The guy's lame as fuck. From the gate, from the gate. And anybody taking advice from him was lame as fuck. I... I I can't even say that I've really watched a lot of his content because I was so. I just don't understand how women don't see cap. Like they see the wrong cap. Like this dude was clearly, this dude was clearly just brown nosing to, 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 to get women to think, Oh, he's, he's this, he's this, this and that. And that happens a lot. It happens a lot. It happens under comments on social media. It happens. I'm. I, I can. I can only imagine how it looks in the DMs, or whatever. But but you got this. You got this lame ass dude, who was actually making a career 
of making videos and, and getting on and, and, and preaching this bullshit. And y'all was soaking the shit up. Y'all was soaking the shit up. Do you remember the guy that used to come on during the day? Like, okay, if you didn't have a job or you had a day off, you sat there during the day. That commercial that came on, the dude was sitting there talking about get right with your life, and it was a community. It was like a community college something. Like Derek Jackson gives me that guy vibes. Like he was standing on a bridge overpass over the highway or whatever, and he was like, "You need to get off that sofa and get your da 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 da." That's the kind of vibes I got from from Derek Jackson. But that cat, that cat in that commercial. I feel like probably actually motivated quite a few people. (laughs) (laughs) I think that dude's shit was more was more genuine and was more informative than this. I didn't even know the dude's name until this shit came out. I just was like, "There's this lame ass nigga on here talking about." What a what a what a real man's supposed to be and, and and what you're supposed to be doing. The shit was almost as lame as Steve Harvey's book. Mm. But I, I feel like the, 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 the commercial guy, the commercial guy was actually that was some good shit there. That was some good shit. I'm, how many people got how many people got their associate's degree at the least based on my on my on my dude? Get the fuck off the couch, go do something with your life. Turn the damn TV off. It's easy. It's easy. I mean, he was, he always sounded very aggressive. He was, he was like, he was yelling. He had like a whole DMX kind of vibe to him. Like, you were just waiting for him to start barking or something at you. Or, you know, I mean, that, that's the vibe I got. But Mr. Jackson, like I said, he, he, he talked aggressively in his car. I don't know where he was always parked. He was always parked somewhere in his vehicle with his medium ass shirt on telling people. What they shouldn't put up with, and you know, Holly, how do you feel about Mr. Jackson? Listen, man, no, like y'all, y'all trying to take the, the y'all trying to switch the subject matter. Y'all talking about this commercial guy. Listen, I'm sick of both of y'all shit. Fuck that commercial guy. I'm not talking about no other motivational speaker. We're not comparing this guy to Steve Harvey's book or none of that bullshit. Like, fuck that. We're talking about DJX. We're talking about the infamous fucking Derek Jackson. The nigga who's always in the fucking uh, car with his selfie videos, uh, making his uh, pandering ass advice videos to all of these women um, who now, for some reason, claim that they never really rocked with him. They never really listened to him like that. I'm sick of y'all shit. All of y'all women, because the only reason that we even know who this D-Jax nigga is is because of the fact that y'all reposted him. Y'all posted them in y'all timelines for all of these years uh, upon years, right? So so the thing about it is, D. Jackson has been this guy who has been saying all of the right things, right? He's been basically throwing men up under a bus and, and telling women how they need to, you know, be, be better at, at choosing the right mate. And, and these are the signs to look out for when you're dealing with certain type of men, certain type of man that you need to avoid. He's had all of the fucking answers, right? And 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 there were jokes, right? There were jokes up on type up on jokes on on social media about uh how this guy is always in a fucking car. This guy is always in a fucking car when he's making these videos. So people started saying, you know, making jokes like this motherfucker fuck around and be married 
and 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 uh you know living a double life right okay well lo and behold over the weekend uh you know tonight's tonight's show topic is you know we exposing the flaws with the law before we start exposing the flaws with the law uh i just want to take this opportunity to uh talk about the fact that djax got exposed um this motherfucker was cheating on his wife and bc referred to uh the video that he made he, he came out with a statement an apology video where he basically was addressing uh the situation that happened and uh you know i didn't watch the video but i just you know i just been kind of keeping up with the madness and i just want to say man djax i'm sick of your shit we've been sick of your shit uh we we were called all types of dog ass niggas for not agreeing with you over the years and the only reason we even know who you are is because all of these women who now have forsaken you who now have abandoned you who now have claimed that they never knew you or had any type of connection with you all of these women they did all of that reposting of your bullshit ass videos and now the truth has come out that you are a dog ass nigga you ain't no different than the average one of us and 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 these women feel drove and they feel fucking stupid for 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 supporting and and reposting you all of this time so my opinion on it is i'm glad it happened and um you know i don't really give a fuck what anybody got to say if they feel like you know uh we celebrating or hating on the fact that this nigga got caught up like that because we are certain type of men man fuck you and fuck all of that i'm sick of your shit what we don't like is we don't like motherfuckers pretending to be something that they not you know just be straight up about who you are and 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 and, and everything else falls into place cameo am i lying we only know who this nigga is we only know who he is because of the fact that women have continued to post this nigga over the years I first and again, I never knew his name. I just remember seeing the video. I want to say I probably even got sent a couple of the videos of dude. But again, I didn't watch him like because the dude, the shit was lame, bro. Like, and anybody who followed anybody who followed suit of what this dude was doing. This, the game, it was weak ass game. It was weak to me. It was weak ass game, but 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 again, that's what the but that's what they was falling for. Like you said, that was the every other nigga was supposed to take heed to what to this nigga's tutelage and this and that. But he was actually running running game. And if you're if you if you're looking at that and trying to and trying to basically does what a, what a real man is based off of some social media bullshit anyway. Then you're already you're already on like some some lame shit yourself, and like you you deserve every you deserve every every lame thing to happen to you. You, you deserve that. You deserve it. I don't, okay, I so don't let want, me ask you. I want to go on record to say his wife deserved to get cheated on, but I almost feel like his wife deserved to get cheated on because she was with this lame man, and. And, and I'm assuming that how long was they married? Do we know? Did that ever come out? How long he was married? We don't know. She probably fell for the same silly ass game that he was that he was pumping out here to 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 these um the the rest of the women in the world. Like the, the shit is whacking. And again, the response, the response of women, you know what I'm saying? Which brings me to another video that I watched this weekend. Like speaking, 
It's tired of everybody. Shit. Wait, wait, almost- wait. Before you before you switch the subject, because we ain't gonna let BC off the hook. Uh BC, I was just saying uh that the only reason that us as man know who D Jax is is because of all of you women that have continued to post this man over the years. And uh now all of you women have started to abandon and forsaken him and act like y'all never knew him. So uh let us get your opinion, your feedback on the DJAC situation and uh tell us how long you were a supporter before today and before you uh said fuck that nigga like the rest of the women that are doing today. Uh, well, first of all, I'm not speaking for all women. Um, I do post a lot of things. I know there's been a couple videos over the years that um, I've shared. I can say that while some of it may have been bullshit, sometimes you got to look at not necessarily the messenger, but the message at hand. He did have some good things to say. Some of it was bullshit, but that's just about anybody anymore. Um, as far as, you know, stepping back and and just falling out of the out of the group that was supportive of him that's not ever been me like i said i just think it's comical because the man's always in his car uh, in a very medium ass shirt um he has a kind of a the the more his videos got shared and i guess the bigger he got um you could tell he was one of the types that it wasn't genuine he was very ego fed um like it's just a vibe that you could get from him so like if you go back to the very first videos versus the more recent ones like i said he literally you know there's a, there's steven speaks uh relationships i think is another one there's another one ace metaphor you know there's a lot of guys and, and again you got to look at not necessarily the the messenger but the message and so for like one of his videos we'll say 80 percent of it was was some bullshit he was blowing smoke up somebody's ass but 20 percent of it some of it was some good stuff of course guys don't like him because he was kind of putting y'all's game out there you know, um, good, bad, or otherwise. So y'all kind of wanted to kick him off the island because he was, you know, using it for his own, his own gains. Because it's like, hey, it ladies, that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. it was. It wasn't that we that he was giving our game away. Like we could just see right through his ass. Like, like this, this, this motherfucker is pandering. He's he's doing he's doing this shit for likes and attention. He's not genuine, and 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 we don't know enough about him. For, for, for him to even have credibility in this fucking area, right? He's just saying all of the right things that 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 women wanted to hear at that time. He, you know, he would pick videos or situations of, of other things going on with celebrities and other shit that was popular on social media. And he would give like his feedback video. And it wasn't that he was giving no game. It was just the nigga was lame as fuck. Like we could see right through him. So, 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 you know, on a day like today or or the last couple of days where this nigga has be, been been getting exposed uh you know it just goes to show that you know you, you you can't uh believe everything that you see everything that you everything that glitters is not gold and it's like this motherfucker was was pandering from the jump and we was always called uh haters because we was disagreeing with the fact that he even existed it wasn't that the shit that he was saying was 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 wrong. Some of the shit that he was saying was correct, but you know, it just goes to show like now that the truth comes out about who he is and and the type of the type of man that he that he truly is, uh, you know, in the background, in the shadows, it's just one of those things where it's just like, man, we told y'all motherfuckers, we told y'all this nigga was pandering from the jump. So is it okay to is it okay to get the right message from the wrong motherfucker? 
I think it is. Um, I think I you think, think, I think that to get the right message. Yeah, from the let me let me. Let Here's me, what I will say. When question. it comes, there are some things that you you need to hear that you at the time you hear them, they're not gonna make any sense to you. And then at a later date, it might just pop back up in your head, and you're like, oh, okay, shit. You're not gonna understand it until you're meant to understand it. But again, it, if you look into the bigger, you believe in the bigger things, there are some seeds that, you know, literally on some given random Tuesday, he maybe said something in a clip of video of a video that somebody needs to hear. I'm not saying like every relationship failed because of him or every relationship is great because of him it's just in the grand scheme of things just like you know Kirk Franklin when you put yourself in a certain position a level of you know being in the spotlight or what have you obviously you know you got to make sure that you everything is is a-okay out of the two I don't feel that Kirk Franklin should have had to apologize I really don't understand why this dude because if you've seen the video of him doing an apology He's holding on to his wife's hand tighter than anything. She got a real deer in the headlight kind of look about her. Like she doesn't even want to be there, but she's worried, you know, her, her uh, car is going to get repoed or something. I'm not, uh, it, it's so not. His wife's, his wife is in the video, DJX. The the video that he's, he just did a video I saw today that he's apologizing and she's sitting next to him on the couch in a bonnet. And he has a whole, like he literally has a death grip on her hand and she's just sitting next to him looking real like blink once if you're safe blink twice if you're not kind of a look like that's the vibe that i got is she was she a black woman or a white woman yeah she's black she's, she's black. black okay mm -hmm. uh thank thank god for that because uh i'm gonna tell you right now had had y'all said that that man was married to a white woman i would have really went in we might would have just fin finished the show talking about d jacks um but again, man, like it just like I said, it just goes to show um, that, you know, motherfuckers be out here faking on this Internet, man. And you you, you got to do your due diligence before you just blindly support somebody. Uh, just to go back to what Cameo asked, can you get the right message from the wrong person? I believe that you can. I believe that throughout history, we probably have gotten some jewels. Uh, from from people that might not have either been qualified to speak on the, on the matter at hand or might not have had the integrity that they appear to uh, or portray themselves as having. Right. But, oh, but the, the message, case. the message might have been right. So I think that it's, it's, it's possible. Right. Just to answer your question. But 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 you got to be careful about who becomes popular, who 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 starts to make a name for themselves when they start to uh, portray themselves as subject matter experts, experts in any particular mm -hmm um you know matter of opinion or whatever you got to be careful about that uh because there are experts in just about every area in life right and some people are qualified to speak on things and sometimes you got just anybody i mean like just think about it what we doing with this podcast it might be some people that are professionals in some of the areas that we speak on that might take some slight to the fact that we just casually speaking on them but the internet gives people a platform these days. The internet gives people a platform to speak. And sometimes you can get the right message from somebody who might not be qualified to speak on, on a particular matter or somebody who might not have all of the integrity that they appear to have. But that's neither here nor there. In, in, in regards to what Derek Jackson, like speaking about him as a subject matter, bro, like this motherfucker was making a name for himself in a particular area that he wasn't qualified to speak on. So that's the issue with DJX, bro. Like, um, just to answer your question and bring it back around. 
I don't know because I don't, I don't, I don't, I definitely don't, I don't see because so we just taking information from just from just anybody, bro. We taking information. So you say, so what you saying? You can get the right information from the wrong motherfucker with the wrong intentions. Clearly, I well, obviously not clearly, but obviously he was given the he was he had the wrong intentions. And so you're saying that he dropped some jewels, this, 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 and that. Well, I'm sure that there's, I'm sure that there's some people who, who, um, I don't know. You might have, you might have like the, the most poorest person in the world trying to tell you how to get money. And, 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 and are you, are you qualified? Like, like you said, are you qualified to give that information to somebody? Well, I don't know. Maybe you can't. I don't know. I don't know. But then you but, could also look at his, if, if you had a poor person telling you how to get money, then you could also find out exactly how it is they became poor. They just gave you a seed on what not to do. You still got a message. If you're coming from that aspect, then then yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. I, I, I can definitely see you, 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 you learning from mistakes from somebody else. But if you're portraying that this is who you are, this is the person who you are, and I'm and I'm and, I, and I'm almost putting people down. I'm almost putting people down because he's 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 unofficially calling people out on shit that 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 niggas do and, and women. You shouldn't you shouldn't be with nobody like that. You should be with a nigga like me, type of situation. When you that very nigga that that you saying don't don't be. And I mean, I don't know if this is an isolated incident. Right, but that's like to answer. I was answering your question, bro, but I was bringing it back to D. Jax. Yes, you can get the I'm right message about, like, from the wrong person, right? But but as it pertains to D. Jax and 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 him being the type of person who actually started making a name for himself in a particular area, though that that's not okay. Right, right. Let's do this. It's like, hold on, hold on, because I I hear what you're saying. Let's do this. Let's stop taking advice from motherfuckers off of social media and these quote unquote celebrity ass people, especially relationship advice. Stop trying to do. So again, again, we had another celebrity breakup that I guess was big news. This, um, who was it? Quavo, one of the Migos, Quavo and, 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 and the Saweetie chick or whatever. Right. Who I didn't know even who she was. Now my younger brother was like, "Yeah, you do. You remember her? That's the chick who I was talking about, like before she got before she got famous." And I was like, "Okay, I do kind of remember him talking about that." So I kind of just was like looking for some stuff, and I and I ran across a uh um I don't know if you call it a podcast, but kind of like an internet show with her um one of uh, Sean Combs' sons, and then the uh yeah, one of the Diddy sons. And then the Lavoy, what's the name? Uh, I don't know, some other goofy ass nigga, or whatever. I know it's called Respectfully or something like that. So I'm I'm looking at that show, and without even knowing who this chick was, I can honestly say I hate this broad. I I hate her. I hate every chick that was in the background on the show. And I, it was kind of like it was on. And at first I'm looking at I'm like, okay, she's attractive. Like, she's a cute chick. I think she had a little bit too much makeup on for my taste. But 
um, I guess she was fly in in her right of of what of what, what what quote unquote is fly or whatever and this and that. Um, but a question that really like fucked me up. They asked her, "What does someone's salary? What would someone's base salary need to be to be able to date you?" And so, and so, and then and she 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 kind of like fumbled with it for a little second, and then he he came back. He said, "Well, could could somebody with a regular job date you?" And so then she was like, "Well, what's considered a regular job?" So then some chick in the backdrop was on some shit like, "You got to have six figures to be able to, to to even date me." And we talked about it. We touched on this a, a couple of weeks ago, but it's kind of like I don't even want to. I don't even want to call that self worth, bro. Like that goes back to again the audacity, the audacity. So you can shun somebody who doesn't make six figures. That person's not a good person. That person's not a good person, or that makes like this Derek Jackson nigga, or whatever and this and that. So somebody's not. Somebody's not good enough to talk to you if he's not in in I'm I'm just sick of all that shit, bro. Like I, I don't even really like I'm so lost for words with the shit. Like I I watched it and I was like really disgusted. Like I was really just disgusted. And they high fiving and shit like that and taking and then I think the, the nigga said take a shot if you love yourself and take a shot for, for keeping it one hundred. What the fuck is one hundred nowadays, bro? What's what's really one hundred? What's really 100? And like, wait a minute, bro. Let me, if we taking advice, if we taking advice, and we and we and we and we going off of based off of what of what these and and the chicks in the back wasn't even celebrities. I don't think. I don't know. I don't. Know, maybe they was like D list singers or some shit like that. I don't know. But if we're if we're if we're listening to that shit and letting it soak in, like, bro, we doomed, bro. We doomed. We better we better figure out how to clone to reproduce or something. Cause like we doomed. Listen, bro, I'm trying to make sure I follow what, what you saying was going on, right? You saying uh because I, I watched like a little piece of the video, so I didn't get that far into the video where they got to taking shots or whatever. Um, this video um with Sweetie and you know, it was like some sort of podcast or some show or whatever it was. Uh, and and they were just kind of talking about uh, the way that they live their life and you know being toxic or whatever. And I, I you know I, I turned the video off before I got too far in it. But uh, my question to you is, uh, Sweetie was obviously the one who was the feature uh, celebrity in this video. Was this video shot before her and Quavo broke up? Her and Quavo broke up real recently here, right? Was this video I shot before they broke up? I'm really not sure because I was actually shocked to hear that she actually she's on the show and the little Combs cat, the little Combs cat that's on there. And I can't, I don't know which one of his sons it is. Cause what's, what's he got? I, I don't know whatever their names are, but I guess she used to date him. Justin, Justin Combs. I guess she used to date him. So, Going back and looking at, at at some of the content again, I think some of the uh, 
some of the questions, like I think she was really coming at him, like she was throwing shots at him or whatever, um, with some of the content that she was talking about. And and so I don't I don't but but to answer your question, I don't know, I don't know if it was before or after. Maybe I think it was just before, just before so, the breakup. Shout out to So Quavo. when did they break up? Does anybody know? BC, Cameo, do either one of y'all know what, what's the situation with Quavo well, and Sweetie? They broke up. I don't know, but shout out to that young man for repoing the car. Yeah, they broke up, and I did see that that he sent somebody to her crib to to get the the car that he had purchased or he had bought her a luxury car. Yeah, go get that. Go get that. Go get that. I, 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 um, so I mean, just to, just to speak on the situation, I don't really know a whole bunch about um, Quavo and Sweetie's relationship. I saw on social media that they broke up. I saw that he sent somebody to go get the car. Um, yeah. I couldn't really get into the um, the video that you was talking about because I don't know. I just kind of got sick of that shit real early on in the video, yeah. and I had some other shit that I needed to do, and I just yeah. wasn't with it, right? Um, but the energy in the video, um, you know, it was just really it was a bunch of women in the video that that, that I probably would, would would never take seriously in terms of a relationship. Um, which, you know, is okay. I spoke on this, um, you know, a few weeks ago where, you know, you, you allowed to have your own uh, preference uh, as it pertains to, you know, your self-worth. Um, but uh, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't really want to give the Sweetie and the Quavo situation too much time because uh, I didn't really watch the video, so I can't really speak on a lot of the shit that they were saying. It seemed real toxic from the very beginning. And I'm too old for that shit, bro. I'm too old for, for some of the shit that was, they was, was talking about. Very toxic. Her her energy was really was really like I I, I wasn't feeling it from the jump. And like, but like I said, man, the, I guess they broke up. Shout out to Quavo for repoing that car like a like a real king. I'm a, I'm gonna throw the word out there for you. Go get that car, King. Go get that car and anything else you tricked off over there. Go get that back. Tell her to put it in a box. I, I'm just, I don't know, Cameo. I'm sick of your shit in, in that uh, aspect because, you know, the nigga uh, actually, he tricked off a couple of mil on this chick and and these young rap niggas. Go get it all back, bro. Go get it all back. What I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. These young rap niggas, these young niggas, um, this, this, this generation that's out here running the streets now, they want them type of chicks, bro. They want them type of ratchet chicks that's out there, that's toxic a little bit. Niggas want them type of chicks, bro. So, like, he don't get no kudos just because he, you know, had his paperwork together where he could send somebody to go back and get that car. I'm definitely going to give him some kudos for that, bro. Because... Man, like, bro, like, he get a little bit of kudos, but, bro, like, he tricked yes, off bro. a couple of million. He, he tricked off a couple of million on this chick, bro. And 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 young niggas are going to continue to do that. He was tripping. He was definitely tripping for that. But again, I think it, I think that goes back to kind of like kind of like Jay Z and Kanye. Jay Z married Beyonce. Kanye like fucking. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get in the same conversation and marry Kim Kim Kardashian. I feel like now I'm not putting this sweetie chick in the, on the same level as a, a Cardi B as a Cardi B, but in his mind, he was probably thinking, all right, my homeboy Offset got got, got Cardi B 
I'm going to get this sweetie chick and, and try to mimic that relationship that they got. They buy each other cars and, and, and whatever. And the nigga probably get back with her. The nigga probably get back with her. And then I'm going to take my kudos back. I don't I'm gonna take my kudos back. But I do not I do not appreciate you um comparing Kim Kardashian to Beyonce unless you meant it for no other reason than the level of celebrity that they had. Because they wasn't the same type of chick, but a sweetie and a Cardi B is the same type of chick, but they don't necessarily have the same level of celebrity. So I don't really appreciate the analogy because it was real twisted. Um and and I'm ready we'll talk to talk about on. that another time, bro. I'm not even about to get. I'm not even about yeah, to get. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Any. I'm, I'm yeah, ready to move on. BC, um, what what else you got for us? You know, let's let's move on. Well, I mean, speaking of videos, like I said, I, I kind of touched on a little bit a while ago. I I was watching a video. I came across a video um, that I think is is quite entertaining, and I would I would just kind of like your guys's take on it. Um, it is definitely a watch till the end kind of a video. I believe we have we have the video. Um, oh wow, this is a this is a dash cam video, right? I just watched the video. There's an old white lady. Oh, and there's a police officer. So this is a dash cam video from a police officer. He's pulling it in the parking lot. The video, the, the video when I saw it has it. They put it. You know how you know how people are online. So they actually put a. Uh, a rap song with it that just kind of it, it made it even worse. I mean, it's a bad situation, but then the, the choice of rap song, I don't know this song, but it was the song that they put with it. I did watch it a few times. Um, just uh, wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. So, this is dash, this is dash cam footage from a police car. Uh, he pulls in the parking lot, he, he runs into the old white lady. And uh, he realizes what he done, so he hops out the car to make sure that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that she's okay. Um, this is a funny ass. This is a funny ass fucking video. If anybody hasn't seen this video, please try to do a search on this shit because this is some of the funniest shit that I've ever seen. Um, I shared I'm, it on my page. Um, it it. I mean, it, it's it's sad, but I'm if if she hadn't got up, if she hadn't hopped up the way that she did, I probably wouldn't have laughed as hard as I did. But it's just the fact that she hopped up with a quickness, and you know, um, it is just crazy because it's like y'all supposed to be protecting and serving, and and you, I don't know what you were doing, but like she had a bright yellow shirt. How do you not see her? Like it's it. It was just it was she. She kind of jumped a little bit. Like there was a little. There was where her feet left and where they, you know, her body landed. Like, there's a little bit. I mean, she got some good air, I guess. <laughs> so, um, I'm just curious what y'all's take is on that. I, hold on, man. I got to watch this again. Wait a minute. Hold on. Because, you know, the officer's probably the like, fuck, man, you got to know where going. <laughs> This ain't even funny, bro. Like, wait, what is this funny? But I mean, we've all come across those officers that are sitting there, like, ma'am, you need to watch. Because I know, you know, officers are like, ma'am, you need to watch where you're going. Yeah, you were crossing and you totally had the right of way, but I'm going to need you to watch where you're going, ma'am. Because clearly, as you see, I was texting and driving and on my computer 
and blasting something and like where did you come from like next time I would, I, love to, to, I would love to hear the original audio to see something something clearly was going on because I don't know what what I'm gonna do my own audio like he pulled in like boop boop like just, all right <clears throat> excuse me I, wait a minute man wait a minute bro listen let me give let me give my opinion I'm sorry I'm laughing uh like BC said um, I'm glad that the 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 uh, the elderly woman is okay, and that she was able to hop right up. Um, but um, just like a crackhead. Why, let me let me let me just try to clear my name. The reason why this is funny to me, right, is because it's dash cam video from a police from a police car, and you can clearly see that he's turning into a parking lot. Um, you can clearly see he's making a right turn into the parking lot or into the area of so the left. parking lot. He's making a right turn because he turns the car or left turn. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said left. right turn. I'm sorry. I've been drinking a little bit. Excuse me, y'all. Uh, I know y'all sick of my shit. He's making a left turn into the area. I'm sorry. We can clearly see that he's turning to the left. Um, Like BC pointed out, this, this woman has on a bright yellow dress. As you're making a left turn, you can clearly see what's in front of the area that your car is going into. So the only explanation to what's happening here with it being dash cam video for a police officer is that this police officer is looking down and he's not looking uh, ahead at, at what he's driving into. And I'm sick of his shit. I'm so glad that you, you picked this video for us to just kind of uh, look at and 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 absorb. Um, the reason why, why I'm laughing is because no, hold on. She was crossing. He's turning into a parking lot. She was crossing the thing. Maybe she's going to the store. It really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of stuff. Her back is turned. Her back is turned. He hits her <laughs> in her fucking cheekbone, bro. Like he hits her, bro. Like this like, smack. I mean, he hits her dead smack in the small of her back. All right, listen, listen, listen. He's looking down, right? And 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 I'm laughing, right? I'm laughing because she's okay, but I'm laughing for a different reason, right? It, it, it's a white old lady. It's a white elderly lady. It's a white police officer that jumps out to kind of just, you know, uh, make sure that she's okay. But it looks like he's just covering his ass because he knows that he's fucked up. Uh, she hops right up because she notices that they, that it's a police car. If that's a regular civilian car that turns around and, and that, that that she turns around after getting hit in the small of her fucking back, blue, blue. if that's a if that's a regular car that she sees, she doesn't hop up. She hops up because there's this there's this consensus there's this um energy in the atmosphere among white citizens in America that they trust the police blindly. There's no fucking way that she hops up after getting hit in the small of her fucking back by a fucking moving vehicle. That she hops up. She hops up. We can't hear anything, any audio in the video, but she has the look on her face as if to say, I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh, I'm okay. No, no, no need to worry, officer. 
And I'm, That's I'm totally just, my bad, officer. I shouldn't have been crossing the crosswalk. I shouldn't have been I, in I your fucking way. I'm, I'm obstructing justice by being in your way. And like this type of shit is so problematic because it's just the energy that I get from the video. Of course, I'm making assumptions. Cameo, yeah. you might have saw something different. But when I look at that video, I see a cop that's obviously not paying attention to the road, not paying attention to his surroundings. I need a follow-up. I need a follow-up story. I need a follow-up. I need a backstory. I need a follow-up. I need a police report. For, I need to see what this man said he was doing. I need all of you that. You know this video disappeared somewhere. There was no report. There was, you know, that there was no report. I need to see all of that. Because this takes me to a personal experience. This takes me to a personal experience where I was driving myself and I was making, I was at the corner and there's a crosswalk coming towards me, but I'm I'm about to make a right-hand turn. And I see, I see these, it was it was two, maybe even three police officers walking across the crosswalk. And I, I remember I was careful not to turn. I was waiting because they would they they clearly weren't paying attention to the fact that there was traffic. So I was waiting for him to get on the curb before I completed my turn. And and like I went, stopped a little bit, stopped again. He got on the curb. So as I was turning. He did this like pirouette, and then when he turned around, his arm smacked my my side view mirror. You tried to take his arm off? No, no, no. I'm turning, and he came and he smacked my window. Like I don't, I didn't hit him. He hit my car actually with his arm. So he just automatically starts screaming and oh my god, he hit me. And I, like, well, I thought he was gonna, I thought he was gonna fall out. I thought he was gonna fall out and all that. He just made this big thing. He he called for other officers to come. They pulled me over. I pull I get pulled over. Long story short, they arrested me. Um they handcuffed me, had me in the back of the paddy wagon. Um one cop asked the other asked him how come he didn't shoot me. It, it was it was crazy. And so there was one officer who was there and I was like trying to talk to him. He had like the most sense. And he was like, hold on. Everybody. He kept saying, like, everybody calm down for a second like this and that. But he was the only one that was listening. And so I ended up, like I said, I was in the back of the paddy wagon. They was going to book me for this. Like they took me. They took me to the to the little precinct or whatever. And, this and that. the only reason I was able to get out was because it was this other cat. It was this other cat that was in the in the um that was in the the, uh, the paddy wagon with me, and he just kept talking shit. And I guess they was gonna beat his ass or something. I don't know, but we get to the station and he just kept talking shit. And so the dude was like, the little booking officer or whatever was like, if you don't if you don't shut up right now, you're gonna be sorry. And so the dude like was just making like these little random statements, and he was like, all I'm saying is like you just keep acting like a dick. So they let me out on a signature bond, and I don't know what happened to that young man, but I thanked him as I was walking out. I was like, I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, or whatever. So I go to court for that, you know what I'm saying, down the line. I go to court for that. So the officer that was, that was the, that I said I was able to talk some sense to, boy, he he threw me a lifeline on that one because, like, we was in there. Um, they had, like, a ticket or whatever written up. So he looked at it. He looked at me, and he gave me, like, this look like I'm about to, I'm about to bail you out. 
And he was and he told the judge he had no recollection of the evening. And so the judge was like, you don't remember. And he was like, I don't remember anything about this. So I ended up getting off from the whole situation anyway. But it was just a fucked up situation. That video kind of reminds me of it because, like I said, in retrospect to what happened, this officer got out after smacking this old lady. And he's clearly already in his mind. First, he's going to check and see, OK, is she all right? I'm very I'm, I'm almost positive that his next step is how am I going to cover this up? I know my dash cam is on. How am I going to cover this up? In retrospect to me, like I said, I'm watching these these officers walk across the street, not paying attention to traffic. And like I said, when I turned, he stepped back out and turned around and his arm hit my rear view. And then he was like, oh, I tried to take him off. I tried, I tried to take him out the game or whatever. I wasn't paying attention. So like, that was the first thought I had from watching that video right there. That shit was crazy. And, and, and I would just love to see the police report. I, something had to be said. I'd, I'd love to see the, 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 the shredded document, something. I want to see something. That, Cause that, that, that's crazy. That, that's, yeah, because I'm telling you, um, just in retrospect to what you were saying, um, if if that was a a black lady, for instance, right, or a black man, um, that police officer could probably easily uh, give that person a ticket or charge them with some sort of damage to the police force. It's it's a different <clears throat> it's a different atmosphere. It's a different energy as it pertains to the way the police uh handle uh you know white citizens versus black citizens so you know you said you would love to see the police report uh bc cameo to be honest i would love to get uh a police officer's uh opinion or feedback and see what they would have to say uh a neutral police officer so let's let's go ahead and bring our special guests on for tonight uh tonight's episode man let's get into the to the topic um we've been kind of going back and forth but tonight's uh topic is exposing the flaws with the law and uh we want to bring on my man officer friendly um he's agreed to come on and, and uh have some candid conversation with us and um so we just want to uh bring him in and 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 uh you know get his opinion on the, vi the video with uh the police and the elderly later what's up with your officer friendly What's up with you? What's going on? What's up? So look, man. <laughs> so, so look, uh, uh, Officer Friendly, man. Look, first of all, man, welcome to the show. Uh, we appreciate you agreeing to come on. Uh, we do understand uh, with you being an actual police officer uh, that that you got, you know, some some rules and some things that you got to abide by. So uh, you concealing your identity. Uh, but this is this is my podcast. Uh, I got my man Cameo, and I got my girl BC, and we not we not doing no faking on this motherfucker, man. So you here now, and we here to expose the flaws with the law. So I'm, you was backstage, and you you got a chance to watch that video, right? Yep. Uh, what do you have to say about that video, man? Talk to the people, man, and and just give us your honest, raw opinion as a police officer, uh, as a black man, and and just as an American citizen in general. What is your uh, opinion of the video and how do you think that should have been handled? What do you think is going on in that video? First and foremost, 
the guy was texting, looking down at his phone, wasn't paying attention. You know, being in law enforcement, teach you attention to detail, pay attention to the smallest of the smallest details. And actually, he wasn't paying attention. He hit that woman. First thing he did was hop out that car, make sure she was okay, then start thinking of a cover-up. I'm pretty sure of it. Is that something um, in that situation? I may I, I brought up the, uh, the the scenario, the possibility that um, he could have handled that any way he wanted to. Is that something that he might have could have charged her as a civilian with, uh, or wrote her a ticket, or or somehow reversed and switched the blame on her? Is that something that could happen in 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 the law and 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 and, and the type of power and authority that y'all got there on the streets? Of course. He could have said she was obstruction, you know, obstructing, you know, obstruction, you know, she she was just standing there, you know, she wasn't paying attention. They can flip it in any type of way they want to. That's what I thought, bro. That's what mm -hmm. I thought. So, um, listen, man. Um, like I said, bro, I think that it is obvious that the the, the, the officer was looking down at his phone. Um, these the, the, these type of situations. <laughs> These type of situations, man, that's a funny ass video. Uh, these type of situations, man, is is is, is kind of the inspiration for us wanting to do this show, and um, you know, we want to kind of get the people an opportunity to hear from uh somebody from the other side, man, because it's no secret, man. You know, the the relationship between the community and the police, especially the urban community and and our community, uh, where we come from, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of um it's a lot of you know eggshells that we walk on daily so um that's kind of the inspiration man situations like that so uh we got my man officer friendly on uh you know officer friendly man why don't you talk to the people man uh tell us tell us how long you've been uh in law enforcement uh you know what inspired you to become a police officer and 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 is this something you know as a black man is there something that 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 you regret or that you are proud of in hindsight uh, talk, talk to us about what you do, man. Well, 11 plus years in law enforcement, worked in so many different divisions in law enforcement, um, as far as patrol, DUI, um, so many different hats in law enforcement. And I've saw so many different things since being in law enforcement. What we can and can, what we can and can get away with. It's not fair. It's really not fair. What I signed up for was to serve and protect have a natural ability to want to help people. That's what I signed up for, to help, to serve and protect. That's what I signed up for, not to abuse the law. We uphold, we're supposed to uphold the law, not abuse it. But you have some officers that abuse their power because they can. Is your word against mine. It's not fair at all. So what made you decide you said you know you you wanted to, to to protect and serve uh specifically man like you know you you a black man like 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 me and cameo like a lot of brothers out here man like uh and you know you come from 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 an urban community right uh mm -hmm. you know what 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 inspired you to even get into law enforcement because i'm gonna be honest with you bro it ain't even something that i could see myself doing right you know the, the background that i come from uh the, the you know not not that i'm from the streets but a lot of my family and my people is from the streets and um you know they probably sick of my shit for even having a police officer on tonight's episode so it's not something that i could see myself doing so i'm just curious and i think a lot of the people are probably curious 
what would inspire uh, a, a a black man that 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 comes from you know the same background and we come from to even get into law enforcement it's a special calling you know i've always been a protector by nature i never like people getting picked on never wanted to see nobody hurt that's just in my nature if i see somebody hurt i just react even as a child people get bullied i react so i always looked up to police officers growing up i always said i want to get into a field where I feel like I can make, I can do something. I can change, make a difference. And on top of that, you know, it takes a special type of person to do this job. You know, knowing that I'm putting my life on the line to help somebody else. That's what I enjoy doing. So, so I mean, you, you, um, is it, is it a decision that you proud of? In hindsight, you said you got eleven plus years in law enforcement, right? Mm-hmm. Is it is it a decision that 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 you happy that you made? Uh, do do you deal with, with with anything that you might not be happy with? Uh, in hindsight, like how do you feel about the decision to join law enforcement? Hmm. In hindsight, when I when I joined, it was totally different. Everything has changed with the whole Black Lives Matter movement. I hate it. I hate the fact that us being African American, we're not treated safe. We're not treated the same. The laws don't apply to us. Like it applies to the, the other folks. And that's what I can't stand. You know, I can't stand because you have some great cops out there that care. You have some great cops out there that want to help people, but you have so many cops to give us a bad name. So when people say, fuck the police, I take offense to that because you say, fuck me, but I'm the main person that's going to go save your family. That's putting my life on the line. I'm leaving my family to, to protect yours. So I take that very personal. When people say, fuck the police. Say fuck some of the police. Don't say fuck all the police. So that's how I feel sometimes. Right. So you feel like that that your community kind of alienates you and turns their back on you when they say things like fuck the police. And I'm I'm gonna be the first one to say and cameo. I don't know how you feel, BC. I don't know how you feel. I'm I'm always one of the first people to say fuck the police, right? Because I, I speak from you know um, a standpoint. Of, of of watching how the police has done us over over time um you know long before the black lives matter movement became mainstream um you know I, I speak with that type of attitude that we grew up with and um you know of course we do know that there are a lot of good cops i think that you yourself or uh, i think you a good cop right um i have family members that uh retired from the police force you know they were in law enforcement for years right um so at the same time um when, when when i say fuck the police you know i am speaking about certain cops right but it's just the way that we talk you know it, it's the same environment that you grew up in you know we saying fuck the police and i think a lot of that comes from the fact that you know you we do know that you have good cops but then there's 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 this uh i don't know man like there's this blue shield right uh that 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 that, that y'all have where y'all protect each other and um so it's like even though you have good cops it's not enough good cops that's speaking out against you know some of the things that y'all do that that that, y'all, that y'all not supposed to be able to get away with and, and so um i feel what you're saying on that uh but but um i'm i'm, I'm gonna just go off on a limb right now officer friendly and i'm gonna just say i'm sick of your shit. okay because um you know with, even even though i do feel like you are a good cop you made a point earlier that there's a lot of things that the police 
can get away with y'all can write up things any type of way you want depending on the situation so you have a lot of a power a lot of power and authority at your fingertips right and uh even the good cops i think y'all still get on the same type of bullshit that regular civilians like myself or cameo or bc might get on so i'm just gonna say i'm calling bullshit on even the good cops right and i ain't even speaking on the fact that y'all might not you know call out some of the corrupt shit or some of the bad shit that your fellow officers are doing i'm talking about you personally i i i would go out on a limb to say that you being a police officer you've done some shit that you've probably uh know you wasn't supposed to be doing while you were on the job uh that regular niggas like myself probably would have done if we wasn't a police officer so i'm sick of your shit bro and i think you need to get a little bit more honest with the people man because we exposing the flaws with the law even the good officers man like let's get let me, candid with the people let me intersect because we have a comment um toy johnson said people say fuck the police because y'all stand as one if one does wrong y'all uh you all have y'all stand behind them basically is what she's saying is that everybody stands behind each other so if good cops can't stop bad cops why do y'all feel like you should be separated Why do we feel like why do I feel like we should be separated? Because you have some cops that are standing up to those bad cops. So we're only one person. You know, you going against one person going against a whole dang on department. You know, it's political. In law enforcement, it's political. They don't understand that. The other looking at it from the standpoint, well, if you see this cop beating on this person, you should say something. Yeah, I say something. And guess what? I'm in the shootout, I don't get no backup. It comes back. Y'all don't understand that. Like it's it comes back on you. If you snitch or if you say something and, and you're labeled as, you know, untrustworthy, hey, I need backup. Nobody comes to back you up and you're out there by yourself. That's what y'all don't understand on the other side of the, the line. You know, so I mean, it's kind of like. It's a, it's a team. I've, I've seen it. Um, I actually know officers locally that I, I had a friend. I went to school with him. He was very much kind of like how you sound. And he finally got to the point where he said, I just I can't do it anymore because of that reason. Let me ask you this, because um, you were talking about the abuse of power. In your opinion, if you were to put a number on it, out of your direct force, how many out of out of a hundred, how many do you think share your views versus the majority? I guess, like if you were to put a number on it, you know, how many good versus bad do you think there are? Mm. How many? I will say quite a few, but you know, we have families. So I see a person say, why stay in it? This is our job. You know, this is our career. It's kind of like, you know, I'm not going to run from nothing. I deal with it how I deal with it. You know what I mean? So as far as just staying with it and not running from it, making sure that I make sure that I do what I have to do. So when I go to work for eight hours, I make sure I do what I have to do, come back home and know that I did something positive on that day, you know, so people look at it like, you know, why stay with the department if you know they're corrupt? Why do this? Why do that? But it's all said and done. It's a career. It's a job. Anywhere you go, you're going to deal with corruption, especially in law enforcement. Unless they hit the damn lottery. And I ain't got to work, you know, but until, Wait, until man. Hold on, bro. Hold on. DC, you did a real good job. I'm sick of your shit. I'm going to get to you later. Uh, but, 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 but you did a real good job of helping this, this officer friendly motherfucker uh deflect on what i was saying because you, you <laughs> and, 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 uh 
excuse me, officer, you made a comment where you said- Let me ask know, a direct question though first. Well, wait, before you ask that question, and, and just hold on to that question, Cameo, because the man said he, he go to work for them eight hours, he do what he's supposed to do, he go home, make sure, you know, you know he did something positive to help some people out in his community. Uh, officer Friendly, are you telling me that in the 11 years in your law enforcement career that you have never been on the job and did some shit that you wasn't supposed to do that maybe your superiors don't know nothing about? You ain't never got on no fuck shit. Of course I have. Well, talk to me about that so I can make sure I can trust you because I got some more questions, but I got to make sure I can trust you, man. I want to make sure that my people can trust you, man. Talk to me about that, man. Like, let's get candid with this shit. You a regular motherfucker. You still human. This is the one thing that gets to me about the police is the police act like we supposed to treat them like y'all not human too. We all human. And sometimes you just want to say, man, human to human, you supposed to see where I'm coming from, man to man, right? And I'm saying human to human, bro. I know you done got on some fuck shit. Share with me something so I can trust you, man. Give me some fuck shit, man. Have you ever went and got some pussy on duty? Have you ever like picked up a hooker or somebody that was selling pussy and said, you know what, I ain't going to give you no ticket if you go ahead and uh, give me some of that deep mouth? Have you done some shit like that as a police officer um, in your 11-year career? Talk to me about something on, in, in that, with that energy. Okay. Have I ever picked up a hooker? No. Have I solicited a woman for sex? No. But have I gone and got some pussy while on duty? But of course, I have. So you done went and got some. Have you ever on. smashed a female partner on the job? Wait a minute. Go back to this getting some pussy while you was on the on the fucking clock. You a police officer, you supposed to be out patrolling our streets, protecting and serving, and you stopped along your route to get some pussy from you said it you said it wasn't a hooker because you said you ain't never did nothing to solicited no no prostitute. You telling me that you've been on the clock and you stopped along your route to get some pussy? Yeah. On your route? On patrol? Yeah. And 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 you don't feel like that that's that can be considered corrupt? Here I am as a taxpayer. You know, I'm paying money out of my motherfucking pocket for you to be out here on our streets, protecting our streets, cleaning our streets, keeping our streets safe. And 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 you uh laid up with some bitch, you know, knocking her teeth loose. Knocking her teeth loose. Is that is that not supposed to be considered the same type of corruption as somebody that pulls into a parking lot and hits an older white lady in the small of her back? How do you separate the two types of uh bullshit that you ain't supposed to be doing while you on the clock? Well, I feel like that woman getting hit by that car is more detrimental than me knocking down some old breeze I used to knock down back in the day. So hey, I'm not making no excuses, but hell, she, as long as I answer my calls, when that radio go off, I go. I'm not going to shun you for that because I, for one, am a, um, an advocate of at-work sex, whether it be with someone that you have come to meet you on a lunch break or a coworker for that matter, which brings me back to the question. 
Wait a minute. Bro. Talking on the job. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's stop right there. You said you are advocate for fucking on the job. So you just telling me that you just fucking on the job. You've done that more than once. Absolutely. BC, Absolutely. Wait a minute. BC. Absolutely. BC. Have you, you are you a job fucker too? I mean, mine, no, but um, I used to daily, wow. uh, my ex's oh, job. see somebody at, at lunch, yeah. So, but hold on, man. Like, we're not letting Officer Friendly off the hook. Have you smashed a female co-worker? While on duty or, while on duty. I, because there's, there's a lot of times where you see, just in, in, in driving, like when you see the, when you when you, when you driving and you kind of like look over and you might see in a parking lot, you see like w- when y'all have the cars facing like so that both driver sides are on the same side and y'all talking. What's that conversation? Because it's obviously not work related. Like you basically just talking, just talking. Not fuck right. that, bro. Because I watch Snowfall, bro. I see when the police pull up on each other. We saw it in the wire. Y'all talking some shit that's off the record. You know what the fuck is going on? Where 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 you pulled up on another officer? Did one of y'all get out y'all uh patrol vehicle and hop in with the other officer? Are you getting dome? What's going on? Because none of us are, as civilians, none of us are approaching the vehicle. We don't know what the fuck is going on, and we and better not would. dare. We nobody better not would. dare approach that fucking vehicle, yeah. that, that that group or that pair of vehicles. So what are you doing right there when y'all pulling up side by side, bro? Just having casual conversation. That's how we park. Fuck out of here, man. So it's just casual conversation. Right. So 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 Cameo asked you if you smashed the co-worker. Where did you smash her at? In the patrol vehicle? Never smashed a co-worker. You've never smashed the co-worker? No. So now everybody on this podcast is a job fucker except officer friendly. You didn't ask me. The, the question was, have I ever, has, ever fucked a chick while on duty? Yes, it was never a co-worker. Never co-worker. Boy, you answering that shit like you the police. I'll tell you that. You sound like the police right now. You sound like the motherfucking police. I'm about to put my microphone on mute. I don't know if I can talk to you, bro. I don't know if I can talk to you, bro. I'm sick of your shit. I'm, 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 I'm in fear that anything I say may incriminate me because... You know what I'm saying? Um, I want Holly to, to go on ahead and address that that is a black and mild that he is smoking right now and not and not a, an illegal substance because you might go tell because you are lying right now, bro. With <laughs> How am I lying? You have, you have smashed <laughs> you have smashed a co-worker before, bro. Like, and that conversation in the parking lot Just so it's not clear. That that, that 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 conversation in parking lots, um, where y'all side by side, is is not as casual like what you got going on today. How was your day today? Um, how many how many tickets did you write? You know what I'm saying? Anything interesting happened on your side of town? None of that. That's bullshit. First of all, are you even like is it is it two officers that's in the same thing or or like is somebody coming from somewhere else? So. My personal opinion is that somebody's probably somewhere where they ain't supposed to be. That's my first thought when I see it. Somebody ain't where they supposed to be. Like, even if you come to where I'm at, 
you're not supposed to be there because are, are, are two of y'all supposed to be in the same area at the same time? It all depends. On who's giving I mean, up I know pussy. here. I know here locally, like if you call the cops, she's going to get put on hold and they got, you know, once somebody finally picks up, they'll say, well, we're going to try and send a driver and like four hours later, somebody will finally show up. Is that because y'all park a lot pimping? Like what, what what's going on with that? I don't appreciate that. I cannot, I cannot speak for other officers, but I answer my radio, answer my calls. If I get dispatched somewhere, I'm going. Can't speak for everybody else. Listen, man, here's my opinion. Um, I don't know that it's casual conversation, but I do know that if them two cars is side by side, um, they talking about or doing something that they ain't supposed to be doing in that moment because y'all can just talk to each other on the fucking radio. Like if if, if, if if you really just needed to communicate with another officer, y'all can do it through the channels that y'all have been sanctioned to do it through. But no, y'all had to pull up and do some shit off the record. It's no different than when niggas from the streets pull up and they talking about some shit that they ain't going to talk about on the phone. Right. I, 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 I'm a little bit smarter than that than to just think, Oh, it's just casual conversation. Because if y'all just needed to holler at each other, so you said it radio, also, man. you also said that you answer your calls when your radio is, is dispatched. Officer friendly is, is, is right there. 10, four, one and, 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 and ready to go on the scene. While you was out fucking, was there just no emergencies happening at that time of the day? Did you just catch that that window of opportunity? Is that what you're saying? Or did your radio get ignored that day? I put myself out of service. I went 10-6. You went 10-6. Yeah. Okay. So that means that... that All right, bro. Man, what the fuck? We don't know what the fuck 10-6 mean, bro. What the fuck do that mean? Show me out of service for a minute. Means a minute. My okay, so look. All right, I got a question then. Uh, I, I feel like Officer Friendly is not being as candid with us as he could be. So I, I got a question, that, and I'm going to get a little bit serious with you. Um, How you know, often you said, do you go 10-6? Whenever the fuck he feels like going, 10 6. That's what they do. Now, 10 6, that's going to be some term. Anybody that's listening or viewing. That's my new uh, shit. Trust me. That's our new shit. That's our new shit. 10 6. 10 6, Mr. Officer. I'm sick of your shit. 10 6, Mr. Officer. I'm sick of your shit. Right? That's our new shit because we know this nigga's going 10 6 whenever the fuck he don't feel like doing no work. Whenever the fuck he don't, he want to get his paycheck for free. That's what the police is doing. But I just really want to, you know, switch it to something serious, bro. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you deal with corruption on the job. Um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming in the area of racism. <laughs> Excuse me. My question is. Where do you stand um, as it pertains to, to the Black Lives Matter movement? Not necessarily the organization. Uh, I'm just talking about the movement, um, the, the cry out to the public or to the government uh, that our lives should matter just like the next civilian's lives. Uh, I want to know, it's a two-part question. Where do you stand in the area of Black Lives Matter as, as a Black police officer 
And have you ever dealt with any type of backlash from fellow officers or supervisors because of the way that you stand uh, as it pertains to Black Lives Matter? So two-part question, bro, and I want to kind of switch it up a little bit and get get a little bit on a serious note, man. Let's dive in. Yeah, where I stand, I stand with my people. We had a protest not too long ago, and I was protesting with them with the sign, Black Lives Matter with my police stuff on, letting them know that I'm with y'all. So many people took pictures, they were amazed, shaking my hand saying, I can't believe you're doing this, I'm for what's right. Point blank period, when it's all said and done, I'm for what's right. And I understand that black lives don't matter when it comes to law enforcement, it's, it's unfair. Because what a black person can't get away with, what a white person gets away with. There's no way, let me shoot somebody, they throw me under the bus. Point blank period, let me shoot a white person. I'm going, they throw me under the bus point blank period. There's not going to be no self-defense. They're going to try to say, you were trying to do this, trying to do that. Why didn't you use your training? I can't say I was in fear of my life. I can't. It, it, it's not fair. So I stand with my people, point blank period. And the backlash, yeah. have I gotten backlash? Yeah, yeah. yeah they, it's, it's, it's against protocol. No protesting. You know, we couldn't have the, the Black Lives Matter mask. Couldn't wear none of that stuff. You know? Where does that, where does that whole that whole uh that whole term come from anywhere I, I was in fear of my life like uh <laughs> when 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 the officer is the one with the badge and the gun um uh, wh where does that where did that or do you even know like the origin of that like it sound like I, I don't know when the first time that that was ever used to to get off for for a, a officer involved shooting, but it sound it seems like somebody said that and they was like, "Damn, that's some good shit," and and we just gonna keep using that. So like, where does that where does that even come from? Like, because to me it seems like basically, go. if you if you in fear, you're gonna go the opposite direction. Well, basically, officers are trained. We're not sh we're not trained to shoot the wound. We're trained to shoot the kill. Absolutely. Eliminate the, Eliminate the threat. So if we feel that that person is a threat to us or themselves or somebody else, we're, we're taught to eliminate the threat. So they use that to say, to justify why they shoot these people when, when clearly they're the aggressor. They are the aggressor. Clearly, like you said, how would I be afraid of somebody and I got a gun? Unless they have a gun too. But I fear, I figured I'm in fear of my life. I couldn't see his hands. So I was in fear, so I I shot. And if somebody's a threat today to their self, why why is it okay to help them eliminate themselves? No, as far as like basically if they're like what I'm saying is basically. If you have somebody that's mentally unstable, you have to stop that threat because they can possibly go shoot somebody else. You know? You get what I'm saying? No, but <laughs> I hear you. But no, I don't, I don't get that. Because if that person is, is mentally unstable, me, I work with the mentally unstable. Mm -hmm. And those same individuals that I work with are at times the same people that shot. But I don't have the luxury of shooting nobody. Mm -hmm. If I talk to somebody wrong, 
I can be suspended, fired, all of that. If I hurt somebody's feelings by something I said, if I'm if I'm insensitive to how that person feels, you know what I'm saying, then I get reprimanded. Right. And and so therefore I, I like that's something I've never been able to really grasp. Like the same yeah. the same individual can be can be shot um because they was a threat, quote unquote, to themselves, others, um, or you. So yeah, that that that's never been one to really sit with me. Right. Not saying that I'm out there doing the same thing you doing, but I know um when I got that when I got that individual on on a unit and it's just me and them and an ink pen and I'm getting I'm getting told I'm about to get stabbed um I can't get scared and 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 kill them right yeah there different rules for civilians versus the police and uh cameo me and you we've talked about that man you've worked in a mental health industry for years and um you know you've had to subdue a patient um you know that was threatening to hurt people and and actually even attempting to hurt people and and the level of restraint that you are allowed to use uh in subduing that person is very minimal uh and and that doesn't those same rules don't apply to police officers so i've always that's always been a head scratcher for myself as well um but i just wanted to go back just to to to, to reiterate um the point or the answer to the question that officer friendly had uh, officer friendly you said you do stand with black lives matter and uh you said you did receive some backlash for for your stance and that um that came from your superiors what happened you said you was out there protesting with some of the people did you have on police gear uh what happened in that situation where did the backlash come from fellow officers or with some of your superiors i don't really, I don't really know where it came from but you know with social media somebody take a picture and they'll go up the go up the go up the pipeline you know so basically i got called in asked me what was i doing why was i doing it and they just said you understand they understood why i did it but it's not a good look you know basically for so the, the police the police uh as a whole just as a unit the police has a um a mark on people that stand for justice for black people is what it sounds like just as a you know like it's not a good look you know we stand for something different it's almost as if you know we got our principles that we stand on and we abide by and and those are the opposite principles for for them to reprimand you is that something yeah. that you say is true that 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 the police actually has uh taken this this stance on the opposite side of the uh the the, the 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 cross or the line in the sand as it pertains to the way that people feel about black lives matter i agree yes it's not fair and 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 so like that's where i think um is is is, is you know that's where the issue i think comes into play um with with just civilians and regular people like myself um because for you as a police officer, as a black man that, 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 you know, believes in the things that you believe in, uh, what makes you even stay on the force when you know, uh, that, that they have taken the opposite stance as a whole, as a unit, as a department, as an organization, uh, what makes you even stay in law enforcement? 
because I feel like I've done more good. I've, I've helped more people. I've saved more lives. It's all about the individual officer. Anybody I've ever come in contact with haven't taken them to jail, haven't whooped them up. You know, it's, it's all by basically just how you treat a person. And I know how I am. If I've ever come in contact with somebody, it's the way I handle it, the way I talk to them with respect, treat them like I want to be treated. I don't let the police stuff and the gun, you know, go to my head because when it's all said and done, take this off. I'm human just like them. So it's all about. Do you see any, do you see any, uh, any positive change coming in, in, in the near future? In the near future in law enforcement. Like do you, yeah. Do you see any, uh, any change in, in, in the, in the dynamics of how, how things happen or is that change even possible at this point? Like, or we just, we just, we just hear, we hear this where we at. More corrupt cops are being exposed with the body cam. People continue to record, 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 continue. But that's, to- what, that's what I'm saying. It's being recorded. It's being recorded, but ain't nothing happening. So a lot of stuff. A lot of cops are uh, getting, getting indicted or getting, going to jail. A lot of them are for some of the stuff they've done. Uh, let me ask you this, bro. Um, as it pertains to police brutality, uh, have you ever been named in any police brutality cases? Uh, have you ever had any situations where you might have used excessive force where later on down the line or even after the fact you you, you feel like maybe you didn't have to use that excessive force? Have you ever been in those type of situations in your 11-year career? Nope. So you've never, never done that? Um, I want to I want to switch gears and um, uh, cameo in BC. Um, I don't know if y'all had a chance to see uh, the incident. I'm, I'm actually I forget where it was, but there was an inf- incident in Nashville. With, with, in Nashville. So there was an incident in Nashville and it looks like it was a body cam video, looked like body cam and dash cam video. Uh, but the incident that I'm referring to, there was a, a, a black uh, woman who was. Uh, riding in, it looks like uh, I think it was her boyfriend's car. Police pulled pulled this car over, uh, white police officer, black woman, and uh, basically what happened was, you know, the situation escalated, and uh, you know she shot at the police officer, he shot at her, and uh, she ended up dying, uh, you know, trying to get away down the road. So uh, I, I just wanted to kind of get your feedback and your opinion on that, officer friendly on that type of a situation, because these are the type of situations that I think our listeners and uh, just the public in general uh, is frightening, man. It's scarier than, than, than watching, you know, a horror movie for us as a black community to see situations like that. And, and we'll get each one of our opinions after we get yours officer friendly. But uh, I want to, I wanted to kind of start with you, man, and, and uh, see how you felt about that video if you had a chance to watch that video or get any word that situation happening uh what do you say uh about that video what might have should have been done differently either on behalf of the officer or uh the young lady that lost her life man speak on that video for the people Hmm. first and foremost that's horrible you stopped the car based upon you thought the person that was driving the car had warrants, basically. You stopped the car because the car came back to somebody who had warrants. Once you make that stop, you approach the vehicle, you realize that the person you're looking for is not in the vehicle. At that point in time, what's your probable cause to continue to investigate? You see the person you're looking for is not in that car. 
why escalate? Why? What's the point? I, I didn't understand that at all. It just baffles me. That situation could have went totally different once the cop approached that car, realized the guy he was looking for was in the car and went on his merry way. But he wanted to escalate the situation. I guess he saw marijuana, something in her car. At that point in time, why are you looking for that? That wasn't the reason for the stop. The reason why you stopped the car was because you thought that the guy that had warrants was driving that car. So it was a really messed up situation. So in your opinion, you think that the police could have um, um, prevented the situation from escalating by just letting her go once he figured that, you know, the guy he was looking for wasn't in the car. You think that that's that was the key to the situation? Right. She didn't she didn't break any traffic laws. She stopped. He threw his lights on. She complied. She was compliant Mm. all the way through the video, you know. So that's interesting because because I actually looked at that video, and and to me there that was an example of where I'm not saying she was doing anything like real over the top, but just like watching it, I was like, man, she she probably needs to like sit still or what? Like that was one of them situations where I was like, okay, she's doing a lot of moving. Like this is gonna go a bad this is gonna go a bad direction. Um, like where she kept getting in and out the car, like I like we already know, like okay, if you out, just stand Stay there out. by the car, just stand there right next to the car, like. And so I didn't even think of it from that perspective, like you just said, where once once the name came back is not who he was looking for, or once the person was not who who uh, the warrant was for to to keep it moving, but. I didn't even think of it from that perspective. Like that, that that's a whole different that sheds a whole different light to the situation. But as for the stop itself, I thought that she was she was doing a lot. And to me, I almost feel like that she was it, it that was an example where it kind of looked like she was trying to get back into the car, whether to move the gun to hide it or what. Like, I know she was probably getting nervous and she was probably thinking, like, I need to have this gun in my hand just in case he do try to shoot me. I'm going to shoot first or whatever. But, like, I didn't look at it from that perspective as, like, the, the, once the name came up and he wasn't in, and that, that, that male individual wasn't in the car, that, that the stop should have ended at that point. Um, I don't know. But, like, I know because he, he didn't find the marijuana or the, or the powder substance, quote unquote, until he He's searched right. her purse. He searched exactly. her purse. Yeah. He had a right to do that. Yeah. He brought he, he violated her civil rights right there. Wow. Once I stopped the car, you know who I'm looking for, you know, ma'am, have a nice day. I'm not gonna ask you, do I know whose car this is? I don't care about it. I already know that already. That's why every officer is different. You know, every officer is different. And like I said, he escalated that situation. It's off mm. the discretion. That's why I think about it. Every time you've been stopped by the police, you've probably been dead to the wrong. Have they always given you a ticket or they let you go? Sometimes they let you go. It's discretion. Let, yeah, you have discretion go. to say either we're going to write you or we're going to let you go. At that point in time, you could have used discretion. But you know what, ma'am? Have a nice day. And she would still be alive. You wouldn't have a, a hole in the stomach right now. Let's see. I don't want to get off topic of this specific uh, situation, but I've kind of felt like 
like with a lot of these traffic stops, like I don't understand how a traffic stop turns into somebody getting getting shot anyway. Just get that motherfucker their ticket and keep it pushing. Like So look, man, my, my, my question is and and uh first of all, so friendly, I'm 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 a little shocked. Uh but I, I do appreciate uh you being candid and honest and and uh how you feel like that situation should have went. Um, because a lot of us, we, 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 we don't, we don't get to hear that, that, that point of view. That's, that's, I think that's the, the point of view that a lot of us take when we see these videos and see the footage of some of these situations and how they escalate, you know, some of us in the back of our mind, we are just thinking to ourselves like, man, you know, you, the police, you, the one with the gun, the authority, the law to back you and behind be behind you, you know, just let the situation go. It's just, it's a traffic stop. It shouldn't escalate into this type of situation. And we do always have that in the back of our mind, but it's very rare that we, uh, for one, even get to get the opinion of a police officer. Uh, and then for two, to hear a police officer say that, you know, that officer has some responsibility in preventing that situation from escalating like that. So I do appreciate that, but uh, I don't, I, I'm, I'm kind of um, on the fence uh of where cameo is um because i do agree with you uh officer friendly the police officer uh he had an opportunity to just let the situation go um she reached the point the uh the 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 sister that lost her life she reached the point in that in that video where you know she may have feared for her life um she may have uh had some sort of anxiety or nervousness uh, for good reason, because of the relationship that the community has with the police and thinking he on some bullshit, like, look, it ain't, you know, I ain't even who you looking for. Why didn't you let me go? So maybe she overreacted. Uh, a lot of people might watch that video and say she overreacted. Um, I don't necessarily agree that she overreacted, but is there something that maybe you've already said what the officer could have done differently? Is there something that maybe she could have done differently? Is there something that in that situation, if, if any of us are in that situation, you know, uh, heaven or God forbid any of us are in that type of a situation. But if any of us are in that situation, man, what, what could the civilian do differently? And before you answer that question, let me make sure I point out this, man, like black people as a whole are frustrated, man, with, with the fact that we live in two different Americas and that we have to have a different set of rules for the way that we interact with the police. So before you interact or before you answer that question, man, just keep that in mind. And I'm sure you are aware of that, but just keep that in mind, um, you know, versus, you know, um, just telling us the same old story, you know, just comply with the law and do whatever the officer tells you. Uh, is there something that we are supposed to be doing differently in situations like that when we come head on with a white officer or an officer who might look like they a little bit uh, trigger happy? Is there something differently that maybe she could have done or is there something differently that we should do in those situations? Well, I mean, I know you don't want to hear this. The best thing to do is comply. And I use the word comply. Basically, when he when she when she got out the car, she should have stayed out the car. Her kept going back in that car because once I pull you out, you out. Because at that point in time, I can see what you have on you. You know, but if you keep trying to go back into that car, it's going to raise an alarm. If you try to go back in that car, what you're trying to get. So the best thing to do is how she could have handled that situation. Okay, you got some marijuana in your in your purse. You got some pills. That could have got thrown out because that wasn't the, that was the reason for that stop. The judge threw that out, but I guess that pistol in there, we don't know if it was a dirty gun or whatnot. Could have had some bodies on it. I don't know. I think she was trying to get to that pistol. 
That's what I really think she was trying to get to. She was trying to get to that gun, not to shoot the officer, but just to get to that gun that try to conceal it, try to hide it. Because she knew once she go in custody, guess what comes next? Inventory that car. You know, and he would have found it. So I think that's what she was trying her best to get back to that car. You know, my main thing is if you know that you are, you got some in that car that's illegal. Sometimes the best thing to do is just go with the flow because it's not going to end well. You know, it's a bad thing. It's a bad, it's a bad situation. I, I'm hated it happened for her, but if she would have stayed out that car, she'd probably still be alive today. She probably had a, a couple charges on her, but outside of that, we got thrown out. She'd still be alive to this day. And, and, and by the same uh, token, if the police officer would have just maybe used better discretion um, right. from the jump before it even escalated to that point, he could have let her go once he figured out that he that uh, control. Yeah, he was in control of the he situation. The officer is always in control of his stops. I dictate the stop, what I'm going to do, how I'm going to handle it. He already knew that she was nervous. He could have just basically, because she was complying in the beginning. He, he escalated it, looking around and stuff, looking around. What you looking for? You know, looking around. Like I said, the police officers, when they stop you, they're in control of that stop. Point blank period. Y'all are not in control. We are in control. We understand it. Because sometimes we might do things just to escalate, just to get under y'all skin so we can get y'all for, you know, obstruction, get y'all for um, failure to comply. It's a trick all the time. And I hate it. I hate police officers. They use that to their advantage. I hate it because I've been stopped by police being the police. And before I became a police, I know all the tricks harassed. I know it's not fair and I hate it. So look, man, while I do appreciate you coming on and being candid with us, um, I'm speaking for a lot of the people. Um, when I say I'm still sick of your shit, officer friendly. And the reason why, um, and and you know now you're shining the flashlight on me, uh, just mm -hmm. like a true police officer. Um, the reason why I'm sick of your shit is because uh, you are a good cop. I don't think that you are a cop. That um, if if I was pulled over, or if any of my listeners was pulled over, that they would be um, in danger of. Uh, all of the type of different things that you can do to abuse your power. So I do think that you are a good cop, uh, but I'm sick of your shit because I'm just sick of good cop shit in general um, with the, the atmosphere, um, the environment, the energy, uh, the two different Americas that we live in as black people, there are not enough good cops in my opinion that are standing up to the um, abuse of power, the corruption, um, speaking out and doing these things. Like, you know, you came on the podcast. Uh, of course, we, 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 we had to conceal your identity for all of the uh, reasons that make logical sense uh, because of the uh, organization that you are a part of. And, and you know, they would flip livid and, 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 and try to come after you for even speaking in, you know, some of the uh, language that you did. Um, but but there are not enough good cops that 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 are willing to stand up and say, you know what, this is not what any of us uh, got into law enforcement for. 
the abuse power, uh, you know, treating black and brown lives as if they are second class or lower class citizens. Um, those things uh, really have to start from within in terms of real change. We do have a new president in office. Um, you know, I do think that this administration um, may may spark better change than the last administration did in terms of some of the police brutality and the, uh, the violence uh, from the police terrorists. But there just are not enough good cops that are taking a stance, whether that's publicly speaking out, you know, w without concealing their identity. Um, you know, there are not enough good cops that take the stands against their superiors, against some of the, uh, the old uh, culture that the police was built upon. There's just not enough good cops that, that take a stand. So I'm sick of your shit, man. And um, at the same time, I do appreciate you coming on. Uh, BC cameo. I'm gonna let y'all go ahead and say y'all peace. But I'm 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 sick of officer friendly shit because uh we 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 need y'all to do more. And I think I speak for all of the people when I say that. Appreciate you coming on, bro. Um, I don't really have too much to say. I think I think Holly covered it except for the fact that. I still think that you uh, you smashed a partner in one of them uh, parking lot spot uh, stops. Um, Y'all got some free coffee and and refreshments from from the local um, QT, and y'all made a date out of it, bro. Um, <laughs> you know, I just I just feel like that happened, so. Other than that, bro, I appreciate you coming on, man, and and, and, and sharing your perspective. Um, just keep it real, bro. Yeah. Um, I don't really. I, I appreciate you um, for for coming and speaking. Um, I'm I'm kind of in my feelings just because some of the things you touched on is literally things that um, I'm I'm kind of educated, but I can say on the back end, literally everything that you said they shouldn't have done, I've had happen. I think every single time I've ever gotten pulled over. Um, I grew up in a small hickish town. Um, I've I've dealt with a bunch of fuck shit, and so it, it's kind of frustrating because it's like you know to know that the cops they could y'all could have let us you know let it let me go or let her go or however it breaks down you know you just got dickhead cops i don't know why they're dickheads they're just dickheads and i wish we had more officers like you but that's unfortunately not the ways of the world um i don't know i guess it's a, it's a good week i'm not really sick of anybody's anybody's shit at this point i don't know if that's good or bad Give me a minute. I might be sick of somebody's shit, but we'll touch on that next week, I, I suppose, <laughs> at this point. Yeah, that's a rarity. You at least be uh, sick of cameo shit uh, by this point. But uh, Officer Friendly, uh, again, man, uh, thanks for coming on and, uh, and uh, you know, spread, shedding some light on some things and uh, spreading the word. Um, we're going to see y'all next week. Uh, for all of the listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, BC, you did a wonderful job again, even though I kind of took over and and uh, I, I kind of liked hearing myself speak a little bit more tonight. So uh, but again, uh, as always, thanks for everything. And Cameo, if you ain't got nothing else, man. I'm good, man. All right, man. Well, look, thanks for tuning in, everybody. And I'm sick of y'all shit. We see y'all next week. Yeah.